Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin. I know, it's funny every time. Happy Thanksgiving to y'all. Shea Cornette and Jordan Cornette filling in on this Thursday morning. This is ESPN Radio, ESPN2, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers. If you want to give us a ring, clip us a ring, call in. Let us know what NFL team is a certain Thanksgiving dish. The Pull phone up. number is 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. And, and so we've been doing this all morning long. We've been comparing NFL teams to our favorite Thanksgiving dishes. I made the Kansas City Chiefs the gravy. I put it on everything. It's the most entertaining, most worthwhile thing on the plate, in my opinion. It makes the mashed potatoes better. It makes the green bean casserole better. It makes the stuffing. It's just, it's the best. Like, who doesn't like gravy? And if you do, you're a psychopath. <laughs> if you don't oh, like gravy, <laughs> like, who doesn't like I'm it? I'm with you. I mean, you got to have some gravy. I looked at kind of some outside the box ones, cranberry sauce. doesn't really do it for me. I just feel like it, it kind of stands out. It looks all different and unique and shiny and, ooh, that looks pretty on the plate. But I just don't have any interest in eating it. And then when I do, I'm just kind of like, this isn't very good. It's the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns have a quarterback that's in all, all up in the videos, all in the commercials, making people laugh uh, with those insurance commercials, does a great job, but doesn't deliver on Sundays. Was a cover boy in the magazines after playing a half a season and being okay. You're a hater. Proclaimed them to be this great team last season, and they flopped there too. Uh, Miles Garrett is the defensive MVP when he's on the field, even ahead of Aaron Donald. He's been great. Rest of that team, though, OBJ now out with injury. It looks good, but at the end of the day, when the games are played, it don't deliver. It's cranberry sauce. You try to call your Bengals like the pumpkin pie. I thought that was great. We're waiting and waiting and now waiting a little bit longer for Joe Burrow to recover stronger, better than ever. The, Bear, the Bengals lose and lose and lose leading up to his return. They gain some draft capital. It's a better team when he comes out there. You wait for dessert. You wait for pumpkin pie. You wait for the Bengals, and they're going to be really good when the time I don't comes. Think, I, I think we need to wait on that analogy. Maybe Marcus like Spears tried to year. tell you all what these Bengals could be. And now I just think it puts them in a different position, but to still be a very good team when the time comes. We're just going to have to wait. Get through the whole meal. Eat all day long. And then when the time comes year, for dessert, eat more next year, and then maybe the year after. And that. then that's when we really eat. That's when we really we eat, really eat after ne- not next season, the season after. Okay, Bengals fans. There, uh, let's go to Bruce in Florida. He's got a comment on a Thanksgiving dish being compared to the Jets. What do you got, Bruce? Hey guys uh, and girls. Um, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm a lifelong Jets fan, but I got to say the Jets are the at the end of the meal the dish of cranberry sauce with a cigarette butt put out in the middle. <laughs> okay, see my notes here said you were Bruce, Bruce, you were gonna, Bruce. he was going to say cranberry sauce with a twist. I thought we were going to say like an orange slice or something normal. Uh, he said twist that, cigarette that, butt. that jack. It's that bad. Twist that square it's in there. That That's not nice. That's not good. I I like I like my Titans. My Titans. I'm a Bears fan, but a Titan, the Titans as the mashed potatoes. You mean your mashed potatoes? My mashed That's potatoes. That's your my is the mashed right. Potatoes. My mashed potatoes are the Titans. I'm a big fan of this Titans team. You know why? Because they are who they say they are, and I like that. I like a team that doesn't come out and try and switch and we'll things the up. They are. We thought they were. <laughs> they. Run the football. That's what they do. That's their bread and butter. They try not to stray away from it. If they have to, they will. You know, Tannehill's an accurate quarterback, but they rely on the run. They rely on Derrick Henry. I don't know why you would go any other way. And they stick to what they're good at. The Ravens maybe 
could take a note or two from them. I know the Ravens are going through some things right now, but when they get back to the football field, stick to what you're good at. Run the football. That's why I like the Titans. So give me the Titans as my mashed potatoes. So I've got my mashed potatoes. My gravy are the Kansas City Chiefs. You know who I might call my mashed potatoes? Who's that team? I'm going to test you here. Who's oh, that team in the A- Who's me. the team in the AFC that I kept trying to tell you about to sell you on, and you're not quite there yet? But since the start of the season, I've tried to say it about them. The Steelers. No, they're first in the AFC South. The Indianapolis Colts. Oh yeah, you have. I think it's how you talk about the Titans. It's how I talk about the Colts. Great balance. Good mashed potatoes. It's the defense, offense. Philip Rivers shown that he can play in this league still. Uh, he was a big question mark, was erratic a little bit early on. It's like, yeah, this is the Philip Rivers we know. A couple dumb decisions. Doesn't care what he does up until that point. Those decisions crush the team. He's limited those. They get a good run game. Uh, that offensive line speaks for itself. That's a balanced bunch. That's the gravy and the mashed potatoes. It's the Indianapolis Colts. I said coming into the season, I feel like they can be one of the best teams in the AFC. Quietly, they're hovering in that position. Top the AFC side. Okay, so Neil Garrett says on Twitter, the Colts are the permission pudding. Not many people know or talk about it. When they finally try it with some whipped cream, they're like, okay, it's not bad. It's not bad. Point is, yeah. the Colts are making their way onto the plate on Thanksgiving. You somehow put the Bengals on there. Get them out of here. But Why do you keep doing that? Because it's like we're talking about the premier teams and the I'm Your not putting team my is bears, bogus as hell. And right I'm now. not I'm not calling the Bears any sort of Thanksgiving dish. It's not what I'm doing. We're, we're, we're like Chiefs. We're talking bear, about the Steelers. We're talking about the Saints. Your we're Bears about and what they become. The Bucks, maybe they they are uh, a reheated, actually reheated Thanksgiving food is still good. It's the best. You you guys are like the the breakfast before Thanksgiving. That's what the Bears are. Like they're not even that's on actually, a menu anymore. That's like actually they were there. Now they're just like get some get some sustenance in you before the main event. Hey, that's. Do you eat breakfast the morning? Well, we, I had a you know cookie. me. I, besides that cookie, but my whole thing is I don't eat until until. Oh, oh that's your whole thing. Till thanks till, till the food <laughs> is ready. I'm like that is not your. No, you till to the food is ready. Lunch pail, hard hack, go to work. But before that, I just I lay it out. I mean, Evan's lovely wife brought in <laughs> cookies for today. I'm not gonna eat a cookie. Oh, come on. Yeah, I had to eat a cookie. That's, like, but that's all I'm but you having. You made it sound like you just you don't feast. Like you're like, ah, you know me. No, I mean I'm not a big eater. I'm like, really, three bills? Come on. I I, I just, say that lovingly. You know, I love you. I just I just wait until till it's ready. Okay, good. You gonna help me cook when we get home? Yeah, you know I will. Okay, you will. Promise. And and who and who does the dishes? Yeah, you will. Teamwork. You'll do the dishes. Teamwork. I'll do the dishes. But if I'm solely cooking, you should solely be on dishes. But it here's the thing: you don't entrust me to cook. You thoroughly enjoy cooking. There's no gender, traditional, stereotypical no. gender roles in our house. There's just roles in our house. I take the trash out. I clean up all the dog excrement. I, 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 we, we walk the dog together. It's one of the things we do together. I make the bed sometimes. Sometimes you make the bed. You have a monopoly on cooking because you're such a damn good cook. Okay, that's fair. Let's go to Kay in Atlanta. Kay, what do you got? That's... Uh... I got the good old Atlanta Falcons, man. Are you kidding me? You sit down to that meal. It all looks so good. You start eating it, the sweet potato pie and the green bean casserole, and you get about three quarters of the way through, and you get full, and you feel like you're just going to blow your whole meal. You got to get up and go. That's the Falcons. <laughs> three quarters of the way through, they're great. That last, that last 15 to 18 minutes. Oh, boy, the meltdown. He's talking about the meltdown. No, they can't finish. They can't finish. But that's always a good thing, though, Kate, when you get that 
You get the meal and then you then you clean yourself out. You jump back in. Ew, that's doing too that's much. I'm too sorry. Much. But Kay mentioned it. I'm just saying that allows you freeze up more real estate to go back to work. Uh, chill out. Let's go to Fred in Mississippi. Fred, what's up? Hey, what's up? What's up? Give us your NFL team compared to a Thanksgiving dish. <laughs> okay, here's a combination. I'm going to make it quick. All right. All right you have dressing. The crumbs from the dressing that's left that everybody throws away. You have the pumpkin pie crust crumbs that everybody throws away. You have fried chicken nose crumbs. And if you have cake, icing crumbs at the bottom of the cake platter, throw them away. Those four combinations that nobody eats is the NFC East. That's uh. the Giants, Washington, uh, Eagles, and Cowboys. The whole conference is the crumbs from Thanksgiving that nobody eats. I love it. I was wondering where Fred was going. I'm like, we got crumbs. We got lots more crumbs. Yeah, crumbs, but you know crumbs. what? The crumbs, a lot of times they go to the pet in the house. Somebody's going to get fed off those crumbs. Somebody's going to be crowned out of the NFC East. So those crumbs, they're going to be a meal for somebody inevitably, and that's how it's going to work. The NFC's got a crown of champ. It's got to be somebody. They got it. Shea Cornett, Jordan Cornett. We're comparing NFL teams to Thanksgiving Day dishes. It is Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. We are filling in for Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Let's go to Nelson. He's in Jersey. What do you got, Nelson? Yes, how you doing? Good. Um, I got two things. Thank you. I got two things for you guys. I got Tom Brady, and you know, in Tampa, Bruce Arians, and I have you guys. So I want to go to Tom first. First. I'm afraid. Payne Manning left Colts. He went to Denver. And guess what they did? Mr. Manning, whatever you want. Demarius Thomas, Eric Decker, he put them on the map. They went to Super Bowls, AFC championships. Move out of the way, Bruce. All right. Tampa only has they window is as big as as long as, as Tom is going to be there. After he leaves, it's over with. Okay. You know, so smarten up. Okay. Secondly, secondly, with you guys, this is the first time I'm hearing about you guys, and I love you guys. You guys are winning. <laughs> Imagine if my wife, my girlfriend, loved and liked everything I do, and vice versa, <laughs> and then we do it together. You guys are winning. Winning. Thank you. Thank you for everything. God bless you and your family. Thank you. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. Is that Nelson? Yeah, so I was worried. Nelson, I was very kind of you. Nelson, I was worried when he was like, and then let me get to you guys. I was like, oh, no. That's what I was worried. I was worried when Nelson said his wife and his girlfriend. Sounds like he's got two Thanksgivings uh, that he's attending. Oh, come on, Nelson just gave you a nice compliment. I'm just kidding. Do Nelson was great. I- I'm very thankful That's for nice. for the kind words. That was nice, especially on a holiday like this. Spreading the love. I think we could all do more of that. Nelson, we we appreciate you for the kind words, and we appreciate your insights. Yeah, too, man. and that was let's a lot of fun. let's be clear. I will take all the compliments I can get. <laughs> you know that about me. Hold on, I don't give you compliments. No, you do, but I will like always accept more. Oh, like some so people are like, "Quit you're fishing." I'm like, "Why?" Who the hell are you accepting these compliments from? What do you mean? <laughs> You'll take mine, but you're always looking for more? I liked Nelson's compliment. Glad I settled down with this one. Oh, chill out. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin is brought to you by Sport Wait, Clips. What? Remember being at Sport Clips waiting for that great MVP haircut experience? How about making that wait time even shorter? Now with on-deck text alerts, get a 15-minute heads up when it's time to get when it's time to head in and another text alert when you're next in line. Sport Clips. It's good to be a guy. Uh, all right, <laughs> coming up in a minute here, we're going to talk to Joe Fortenbaugh of da- ESPN Daily Wager, and we're going to break down all of your Thanksgiving slate today. Two games, not three. Uh, Ravens and Steelers has been postponed because there were more positive tests even as of yesterday with the Ravens. So now really 
Sunday's game between these two teams is in jeopardy a little I'm bit. I'm also at this curious point. how he envisions Joe that that line shifting in any way since the game will be moved to Sunday. If that's advantage, Ravens are advantage Steelers. We know the Ravens are the ones who are impacted uh, personnel wise with the virus here um, with some key pieces. Um, but what does it do to a line? How much does yeah. it move? Is there a play now that's more comfortable Steelers in that regard? COVID factoring into plays has been something everybody's become accustomed to here. How that works is, is always very interesting. And I just want to say this. Now that there are more positive tests on the Ravens, the Steelers, who were a little whiny about having this game postponed, canceled, because it is on a Thanksgiving day, and it, it can't be whining to do now. with them. They can't be whining now. There's too many. There's Safety. It, it, yeah, it, it's gone too far. All right, let's bring in Joe Fortin about ESPN Daily Wager. He joins us on the Penzoil Penzo, Penzo performance line. I could talk today, Yeah, Seriously. He's the co-host of Game Day on ESPN Radio, Saturdays from 1 to 4 Eastern on ESPN Radio, and you can watch Daily Wager Tuesday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern on ESPN2. Joe, happy Thanksgiving to you. Thanks for being with us let's talk about what Jordan just mentioned Ravens and Steelers no longer being played today on Thanksgiving it's going to move to Sunday as of now let's pretend like that is just going to stay put and stay where it's at I know there are some other factors here but how does the line impacted because of all the shifting happy Thanksgiving to you guys as well thank you so much for having me on the show originally at the beginning of the week before any of this started Pittsburgh was about a three and a half point favorite And we saw a steady influx of Steeler money that took it as high as Pittsburgh minus five. Then the market reacted, moved it back down to about Pittsburgh minus four and a half. The COVID announcement came out. The game was postponed. A lot of books took the game off the board so they could get more information before they were going to allow the public to jump back in and start betting it. And what you're seeing is Pittsburgh minus four or Pittsburgh minus four and a half. I think there's a little bit of a balancing in the equation here. Number one, and I think Jordan was just mentioning this, there is an advantage here for Baltimore to get the extra rest. They've been reeling. They've lost three of four. You were going to hit the road. I know it's not a long road trip, but to go to Pittsburgh, given the situation you were facing, the extra rest is probably going to help them a little bit more. And then on the flip side, the ability to get healthy, Pittsburgh may have been a little bit inflated considering this is a division rival. And at the same time, beating the same team twice in the same season can be very, very difficult. So what we're seeing right now is Pittsburgh minus four, Pittsburgh minus four and a half, depending on where you look. Joe, the show has been bubbling up to this moment with you being on the air with us right now. Uh, my wife has publicly scolded me. She's talked about my, my past failures uh, with my plays as of late. And we've talked heavily about me pushing all of, not my chips, our chips, because we're married under the same household. And I push them in on Dallas. Push them in on Dallas to win today. Money line, I push it in for them to cover. I push it in on a future play of them winning that division in the NFC East. I'm all in on the Cowboys. Help As I say count. it out loud, I don't feel that good about it. And I know their <laughs> history, and I, I'm sure you can dig a little deeper into it. Them as favorites, not always a good thing. Dallas is giving three to the Washington football team. Am I making the right play here? My wife is listening. She's working alongside me. Please tell me yes. Given all of the options that you could possibly oh, no. go with in your life oh, over no. the next few days, oh, you no. decided to push the chips in on Andy Dalton and the oh, Cowboys. Joe. Yes, Joe. Joe. Come on. I'm come not on. even saying it's the wrong bet. I'm just saying you have hundreds, if not thousands, of <laughs> options with college basketball back, and the Cowboys were let, where let you me. were. Where Custer was going to make his last stand <laughs> with the Cowboys, huh? That's Joe, what we're saying. Joe, just give me just give me a shot before you really lean in on your expertise here, because I do need you here. I'm going to 
gonna I'm gonna reinforce Quit that begging. statement. I'm a Notre Dame guy, Gosh. so we're gonna get to that game too. But I can't bet with my heart for Notre Dame to cover five and a hook. College basketball, with all we saw, those big massive lines, no exhibitions, no inter squad games. I couldn't jump into that either. This had to be the play, Joe. It had to be. All right. First off, as a Cowboy fan and a Notre Dame fan, you must be a real thrill at cocktail parties, let me tell you. <laughs> I'm not a Cowboys fan. I'm not a cow- I am now, though. I clearly right. am now. So jokes aside, here's where we're at. Cowboys are laying three points over Washington. If I were to make a play on either side, I would be with you laying the three on Dallas. Now, it doesn't make me overly confident. The game before that, I have a little bit more confidence. I know we'll get to that in a moment. I would lay the three with Dallas reluctantly. I look at Washington and I say to myself, how do I build the case for the Washington football team? They're 0-4 on the road this season. They've lost those four games by an average of eight points per game. If we go back a few weeks ago to when these two got together in Washington, Dallas was laying one point there. So they're going to lay one on the road, but then they're going to come home and only lay three. There could be a little bit of value. Now, at the same time, there's going to be a very strong case made for the Washington defense and how outstanding they have been this season. They are the best unit that's probably taking the field today. If Prescott were healthy, it'd be the Dallas offense. But of the four units, the two Ds and the two Os, you're probably going to give it to Washington's D. Remember, a couple weeks ago, they gave up 30 to the Lions. And at the same time, they're giving up 28.5 points per game on the road this season. So reluctantly, I think Dallas comes off the bye. They beat Minnesota. They see the divisions up for grabs. You're going to get a motivated team here. They should both be motivated. But I'm not going to buy into Alex Smith just yet. Reluctantly, I would lean to the Cowboys. I'd also, however, lay the minus 150 on Andy Dalton to throw an interception. (laughs) I don't care if the juice is minus 150. I'll, I'll play that. He's throwing an interception in every game he started this season. Washington can generate pressure. So I know those two don't necessarily mesh, but I'd lay the three with Dallas. I'd also lay the minus 150 that Dalton gets picked. And at the same time, Alex Smith over. His passing yard prop is 244. It's a little bit low considering Dallas's pass defense. Okay, I, li- I like it. Joe Fortenbaugh, ESPN Daily Wager. A lot of good stuff there. You made my husband happy. I guess I'll just kind that of, kind of what it is. Kind of. Uh, <laughs> Houston, favored by three, going to Detroit to take on the Lions without Kenny Galladay today. What do you like in this one? All right, so I played Detroit at three, and I'm looking at the market right now, and if it's going to do anything else, it's it's heavily juiced to Houston, minus 120. So you're not laying the standard 110, which indicates that if this is going to move, it's going to move to Houston, minus three and a half. So if you like Houston, get it now, get the three. If you like Detroit, you can wait a little bit, possibly get three and a half. Three is the most important number in football betting. More games end on a differential of three than any other outcome. 24-21, uh, mm-hmm. 27-24, 31-28. You see where I'm going here. Right. So getting on the right side of three is the most important thing you can do when it comes to a lot of this stuff. I would take the Lions in this spot. Um, just working it through in my head, we got a Houston team that ranks dead last against the run, dead last in takeaways, 23rd in scoring defense. They're 1-4 in four on the road this season, straight up and against the spread. Why would I be laying a field goal with that on the road? Deshaun Watson's good, don't get me wrong, but it's a short week, and i got to lay three points with what I just laid out on the resume. Now, a lot of people will say, well, the Lions are terrible. They just got blanked by Carolina last week. Yes, but I think there's some, some value there. It, it, over the last five years, teams that have been shut out in an NFL game have come back to cover the spread 17 of 22 times. They're 17 and 5 against the spread the following week. This is a pride game for the Lions. you got to bounce back here. I take the three. I think you might be able to get three and a half. All right, let's get to the main event, at least in the Cornette household. Tomorrow, Notre Dame, North Carolina. That one's in Chapel Hill. Notre Dame, number two in the country, still very much in the fold. If they can remain perfect to get into that 
college football playoff. They're giving five and a half points to a red-hot North Carolina offense. Sam Howell is a gunslinger. He gets better as the game goes on. He's known for the late-game heroics. Notre Dame, Ian Book, he showed that he can be the difference maker when called upon. A stout offensive line, but with a couple guys out at Notre Dame. I'm really nervous about this one. If it becomes a shootout, it's bad for Notre Dame. I'm guessing your play may be an over-under play, or does it involve the line? Bingo. I would tell you that the money's moving towards North Carolina. This line opened up a lot higher, so North Carolina money has hit the market. I would be playing the over. It's 68 points. It's moved up from 66. I think this is going to be an absolute shootout here. North Carolina is averaging 43 points per game this season. The offense moves fast, and they move efficiently. Look at the Wake Forest game in the second half when they almost found a way to cover that double-digit line. The problem for North Carolina is that their defense stinks, and that is where Notre Dame can strike. I think there's two key factors on the Notre Dame side you want to look to when playing the over here. Number one, they've been throwing the ball a lot more the last few weeks. They were very run heavy prior to the Clemson game. I believe it was about 62% of their plays they were running the ball. Then they went with a 50-50 split against Clemson and had a lot of success, and they put up a lot of points against Boston College as well. So I'd start right there, and I would say that they're going to be throwing the ball more, and it wouldn't surprise me if the opportunity arose if Brian Kelly tried to pad the stats of Ian Book a little bit to get him some Heisman recognition. Mm. He could use Use the stat padding a little bit. On the flip side, North Carolina's offense has already been touched on in this conversation. Their defense is terrible. I think this thing's going to be an absolute shootout. I'm going over 68 points. Yeah. You like that? I love that. I, I was trending towards it. I was going to reserve <laughs> to wait for the conversation with Joe. He reinforced because he's kind of been seeing everything through my same lens. He could be a little bit more pro uh, Cowboys, okay. uh, but that's neither here nor there. I do love the over there as well. Hey, man, I'm from Allentown, Pennsylvania. I'm an Eagles fan. There's no way I'm going to be pro Cowboys. I might bet on them or against them, but you're not going to get a pro Cowboys <laughs> conversation out of this guy. Joe, he's just looking for someone to be on his side with this, okay? That's all he's looking Pleading for. Pleading for him. You I, see my I best not, begging. He's just looking to an Eagles begging. guy for He was legit begging you at one point in this conversation, just so you know. Joe, Joe Fordenbaugh of Daily Wager, thanks so much Joe, for joining great us. Stuff, man. Happy Thanksgiving to you. You guys are the best. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you later. All right, what is going on in Baltimore? Because there's no more Steelers-Ravens today. It has been postponed due to COVID we concerns. We don't even know if it's going to happen on Sunday. Right? Yeah, we're going to go straight to the source. We're going to go to Baltimore next. You're listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. This is ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play.
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Sports Center right now. Steelers-Ravens matchup moved to Sunday amid positive COVID tests. And now the Ravens have more positive COVID tests, according to ESPN Ravens reporter Jamison Hensley. Baltimore had its fourth straight day of positive tests. More with Jamison Hensley. That's coming up next. Nick Saban will miss the Iron Bowl after testing positive for COVID-19. Nick Saban has very mild symptoms, according to Alabama, and will have to isolate for 10 days. That means he will miss the top-ranked Crimson Tides annual rivalry game Saturday against Auburn. Argentina soccer legend Diego Maradona has died at the age of 60 after suffering a cardiac arrest. Maradona recently had surgery to remove a blood clot from his brain, and he was released from the hospital on November 11th. Sports Center is brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Look, we all accidentally damage our phones. It happens. Now Straight Talk Wireless's new Platinum Unlimited plan includes phone protection, just 65 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, data, and more. See mobile protection terms and conditions at assurion.com slash straight talk. Limitations and exclusions apply. The Ravens, to me, are no longer an AFC bully. Lamar Jackson in the flesh. Touchdown strike again from Jackson. They don't feel invincible anymore like they did last year. You know, we're desperate, too. Uh, We're all desperate to win this week. Roethlisberger and shotgun. It's AFC North. Throws over the middle. It's got all the makings of a typical Steelers-Ravens matchup. Touchdown, Pittsburgh. We're not chasing perfection in terms of 16-0. We're chasing the Lombardis. Welcome back, Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin on this Thanksgiving morning. Shea Cornette, Jordan Cornette filling in, hanging out, talking a little football, a little food. Got the family thing going on here. And unfortunately today, we were supposed to have more football, but it has been condensed from three games to two. Ravens and Steelers has been moved from today on Thanksgiving to Sunday as of now. However, Sounds like even that might be in question. Uh, We're now joined by Jamison Hensley. He's our ESPN Baltimore Ravens reporter. Jamison, according to you, um, the Ravens had more COVID-19 tests yesterday. So this this brings the number up and they keep going up. Can you just give us the latest of what's going on right now? Yeah, um, at least two members of the organization uh, tested positive yesterday. So that is the fourth straight day of positive tests for the Ravens. And by my count, uh, you're talking about at least a dozen members in the organization. So it's it's not just players, but it's it's coaching staff, it's support staff. Um, so I, this is widespread. Um, and the, I will say that. The, the league said yesterday, the, the, the chief medical officer uh, said that they were nearing the end of what they call the window of transmission. So that is why the game was not played today, because they anticipated more positive tests. The, the difficulty comes, what happens if they have more positive tests today and tomorrow? The Ravens are scheduled to fly to Pittsburgh on Saturday. Uh, if they are unable to play this game, I think for the first time, we're legitimately talking about whether the NFL would add a week 18 to the regular season schedule. Wow. It's, it's the sign of the times, the, the world we're living in, the NFL having to be flexible. A lot of angry people, though, Jameson, as I'm sure you're reporting on and seeing across your timeline and the conversations you're having. A lot of that coming from the Pittsburgh side. But in a lot of ways, I feel like it should come from the Ravens side as well as the reports coming out that the Ravens disciplined a staff member uh, for conduct related to COVID protocols. Can you elaborate on a little bit more, uh, maybe the recklessness, it appears, from this staff member for the Ravens that led us to this position? 
potentially? Yeah, it, it, it's, it stems from one member uh, on the staff who apparently did not wear his mask, did not wear his tracking device all the time, and he also had symptoms that he did not report. Because every time a, a member of the organization comes into the facility, uh, they have to go onto an app and they have to answer certain questions. Uh, how do you feel? Do you have any symptoms? He did not report any of those symptoms, still came to work. And then again, he was around a lot of members, not players and other members of the organization, not always wearing his mask, not wearing his tracking device. So that's what has been so difficult uh, for, for the Ravens is to try to kind of contain this outbreak is because they do not know specifically who he has been around. Uh, so that's what kind of has made everything so up in the air. And right now, uh, the Ravens are still doing everything virtual. They have only had uh, one practice, and it was a short walkthrough on Monday. So not only are you having more players being added to the COVID reserves list, which means the Rams are going to be shorthanded. But as far as preparation, they have hard, hardly minimal on-field preparation. Not, not exactly what you want to have when you go against the only undefeated team in, in the NFL. <laughs> no kidding. We're joined by Jamison Hensley, ESPN Ravens reporter. And really quick before you, we let you go here, Jamison. So you mentioned the fact that the Ravens are not practicing right now together. They've done, been doing everything virtual. Let's say this game is going to stay put on Sunday. What would need to happen in order for that to work out from the Ravens side? How many negative tests do they need to have? How many days of it can they practice before that happens? What does it look like for them? I think they would at least have to have a one day of no negative tests, kind of, which kind of would signify that they have contained this. Uh, but I mean, this 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 is going to be a, a situation where uh, they they have to still kind of stay in this extreme protocol. Where uh, I've been told that that's you know because they want to have as much social distancing as possible, uh, they might have to fly in two separate planes to Pittsburgh just so everyone mm-hmm. could spread out enough. Uh, so yeah, this is as we talk about you know 2020 is a strange year, uh, and I think for the NFL there has been no stranger week than this one. Yeah, that's that is very accurate. Jameson Hensley, thanks so much for the time. Good luck to you, Ravens. Thank Hopefully you. we'll see them on Sunday. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving to you. Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin were presented by Progressive Insurance, Shea Cornette and Jordan Cornette filling in on this Thanksgiving. So as you just heard, the Ravens and the Steelers have been postponed. And yet again, they had another day of positive tests yesterday. That means all of this is even more in jeopardy now that this game has been moved to Sunday. And talking to Jameson Hensley, our ESPN Ravens reporter, he says you got to have a day of negative testing. The Ravens have moved completely virtual in this situation. And so it's going to be tough for them to prepare for an undefeated Steelers team on Sunday. Forget the fact that the Steelers are upset that you're not playing on Thanksgiving Day in primetime, which would have been the premier game. Now we're all looking to the NFC East as the premier game. Now you have your game on Sunday in question. And as Jamison just pointed out, if that doesn't happen, the NFL might have to add another slate of games. This has already happened to the Steelers and I'd before. Be, that's why I'd be really furious if I'm the Steelers, because then that puts in jeopardy a team that, in a lot of ways, you could say is a front-runner winning the Super Bowl. It's the only undefeated team in the NFL. And it's a team that it might be chasing perfection during the regular season, and you know how that franchise is. It's bigger than winning and going undefeated in the season. It's about winning a championship and, and, and a model franchise that has remained relevant season after season. Mike Tomlin, one of the longest-tenured coaches in the NFL, uh, this is, this is a, a franchise that has put themselves in position by doing all the right things, and they've been burned now for the second time by a franchise that's not adhering to protocol. So the frustration is allowed to a point. 
they're allowed to gripe, go to social media, be vocal about the issues that they have because it's the second time they've got plucked and it hasn't been their fault. But at the end of the day, every franchise, every piece of a team, player, personnel, coaching staff, everybody has to be all in on a concept that there is no consistency here. There is no guarantee that the game on a schedule is going to happen as planned. It just so happened the inconvenience here is massive for a lot of reasons. It's the big stage of Thanksgiving. It's the rivalry between the Ravens and Steelers. It involves your family plans. It involves that stage. It involves an undefeated season. It involves two teams above 500. Win. True. For all of us, we're getting hurt by this. (laughs) But there has to be a point where you then take a pause, understand you're getting the short end of the stick, but focus on the positive. You're undefeated. You're in a position here. I will say this. And Joe Fortenball that we had on a segment ago, gambling expert, made this point that I kind of led him to because it's what I feel too. It does come into play that the Ravens now have a little bit more time to scheme up to be prepared for the Steelers. And that's important for a Ravens team to scheme up because when you talk about the Ravens and a lot of the issues you have, it's with the offensive scheme there. Go back to your original point. You always thought it was the offensive scheme there with the Ravens. That's what it's got. I mean, Greg Roman's got a little bit more time. What's he going to do with it? Well, so does Mike Tomlin and so does the Steelers. And they they were the ones that were victorious the first time around. We'll see. Uh, The Steelers obviously have already had their bye because of this exact scenario. Their bye was moved around because the Titans had issues with positive COVID tests. Therefore, the Steelers had to move their bye. So if they have to postpone this game against the Ravens on Sunday, there's no really margin for error here because – the Steelers already had their bye. You can't create another bye. You have to add an extra week in the NFL. And you're not just going to forfeit like we've seen some some of these games in college do because it's the NFL and also it's the undefeated Steelers going up against the Ravens. So we will see what happens with that. But up next, we're actually going to talk about the games that are going to be played today on Thanksgiving because there are two of them and they're important. It's Thanksgiving. There's football to talk about. There's food to talk about. Jordan Cornette, Shay Cornette filling in for Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin. We'll get you that. Re- we'll get you that next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus... Their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You want to make a little money? Let's make some money out here. What prop bets is Shea betting on this weekend? And which is he passing on? Every time we talk about these guys making all this money, <laughs> just you keep trying to convince yourself <laughs> that you're happy with your life. Shea will or Shea won't. Just get this money. So it's usually Jay will or Jay won't, but this week we're going Shay will or Shay won't. You got snubbed because I call you Jay all the time. <laughs> I know, sorry. right? I, I think it's it's clear if you're gonna if there's there's only one Jay will, right? So I can't be I like, well, you. I'm Jay, so I feel it's, it's not right. So we're switching up. We're going right. Shay will, Shay won't. You're listening to Keyshawn Jay will and Zoom in on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, Sirius XM Channel 80, and on your smart speakers. Shay Cornette, Jordan Cornette filling in for Keyshawn Jay will and Zubin on this Thanksgiving morning. Thanks for being with us and happy Thanksgiving to you all. All right, we got two 
Not one, but two. Not three, but two football games coming up later today. I'll take two over none. I'll take two over none, too. You know what I mean? So no Ravens-Steelers on here. We start with Texans at Lions. Okay. Shea will or Shea won't. Let's go. Deshaun Watson, total passing touchdowns, over two and a half or under? Okay. So I pulled up some Deshaun Watson numbers here. Deshaun Watson numbers for me. He has not thrown over two passing touchdowns since October 18th against the Tennessee Titans, who are a very good football team, but still. It's over a month ago. Yeah, over a month ago. Give me under. You're going to go under. I'm going to go under Deshaun Watson, two and a half passing touchdowns. Okay, so is it a Shea will or Shea won't? Oh, yeah. So Shea So I asked her wrong. Deshaun Watson, (laughs) total passing touchdowns. Shea will or Shea won't over two and a half touchdowns? I won't. I'm going under. Shea won't. Shea won't. I'll do a better job here. Thank you. It's our first time, everyone. Bear with us. Matthew Stafford, quarterback for the Lions. Shea will Stafford throw over one and a half touchdowns? Shea won't. Stafford throw over one and a half touchdowns. Matthew Stafford uh, had no touchdowns against Carolina at three against the Washington football team. He is playing against the Houston Texans, whose defense is really bad. I will. Give me over. I mean, am I doing this wrong? Should she be saying, Evan, Shea will or Shea won't? No, because then <laughs> then I'm talking in third person. I like the third person. Okay. Uh, Shea will or Shea won't. Matthew Stafford, total pass yards, over 271 and a half. Shea will or Shea won't, meaning Stafford will or won't? Um, Give me over. Give me over. Passing, what is it, 270 yards? 271. Ooh, 270. And a half. That's really tight window there uh yeah give me over I like it he only had 178 against Carolina the week before 276 against the Washington football team again uh Houston's defense is just not good um what will happen in this game to me is Detroit and Matthew Stafford will have a good game he'll throw it all over the yard and they'll find a way to lose the game somehow so to me uh yeah Shea will Shea will or Shea won't Deshaun Watson total pass yards he will Deshaun Watson over 302, 302 and a half passing yards. We Shea just Willis, did Shea 271. Now this we're is Deshaun doing... Watson. Oh, now we're to Deshaun Watson, Matthew Stafford. Okay, got it. Uh, 207, how many, what was it? What are you looking at? Just tell me what you think. Does he get to throw over that or not? What, what was the number? 302 oh, and a half. 302, oh, under. Yeah, I go under. Under 302 and a half. You don't seem very confident here. I feel confident. Under. That's a lot of yards to throw. Under. Against a bad line secondary. Yeah, still under. Sean Watson, who you believe is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, but it, it, who's he throwing to? Uh, Will Fuller? Like, I don't know if you're if you're killing this. We'll get back on track here, though. Washington <laughs> at Dallas. Washington and the Cowboys is for the lead to be the front runner in the NFC East, barring no ties to finish here, which I think secretly is going to happen. Uh, Alex Smith, total passing touchdowns, over one and a half. Shea Will or Shea Wolf? Uh, Shea will. I do think that Alex Smith throws over one and a half passing touchdowns. So Shea will give me Alex Smith. I tell you, I think that Cowboys defense has yeah, something special. We know. Special we coming. know how you feel. They about have it. given up the most passing touchdowns in the NFL. Those Cowboys. So give me over. I'm okay, right. There you go, Amari Cooper. I hope we're writing this down because I feel like I'm going to nail all of these. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll see. Okay. Amari Cooper, Dallas Cowboys star. Total receiving yards over fifty five and a half. Shea Ooh. will or Shea won't. Over fifty five and a half. Um, hold on. I'm looking at receiving yards over 55 and a half. 
Shea will give me over. It looks like he's <laughs> averaging sixty-five yards a game. So give me over. It's, it's, it might, Andy Dalton may not have the time today against that pass rush from Washington, but I believe Dallas's offensive line holds up. We shall see. Give me Shea Ezekiel will. Elliott total rushing and receiving yards, combining rush and receiving yards. Well, this sounds like a gimme. Over ninety-four and a half yards. Not a chance. Shea will or Shea won't. I won't. Not a chance. Remember how I said the chips, our chips are in on Dallas? Yeah, and I told you it was a bad play. I think he's going to run for 100. He won't even need the receiving. Sweet. Yards. Okay, let's, you keep thinking that. This is Shea Willis, Shea Shea, won't. It's your yeah, segment. Yeah. You're right. I knew you were going to check me. Yep. I checked myself. <laughs> I beat you the punch. Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott to score two or more touchdowns. Okay, now this. Shea Willis, Shea won't. Now, I do think he's going to have at least one. So, I don't think over two. So, I won't go under. Was it two or two and a half? Uh, two, two or yeah, more. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under. I, you I don't think, think he gets two touchdowns in this game? I think one. Again, we are putting it all in on Dallas. You don't seem to care. Total, <laughs> total match touchdowns, two to three, uh, four to five. What? I don't really know what that one is. <laughs> so we'll just skip that one. Touchdowns. It's okay. Touchdowns in the entire game. Uh, do you think there will be two or two to three? Uh, or more. Uh, more. I think they're going to be more than two. Shea will or Shea won't. I don't, we didn't finish very strong. There. We'll be better on Shea <laughs> will or Shea won't. You said in the middle that I don't, think, I don't think you're killing it. I don't think we killed it as a team. But you you feel good about we your tried. picks. It seems like in your picks, you're skewing more towards Washington getting it done in a lot of ways. No, that's not true. There's other people besides Amari Cooper and Ezekiel but, well, Elliott okay, on that then football I'll, team. Then I'll throw it right back to you in our last few Lamb, I mean, hello. Go on. I, Michael I, Gallup. I, what what? Well, let me let me re- reshuffle here. So it wasn't total touchdowns, total turnovers oh, in this matchup. Okay. Do you think there will be whoa. more than two to three turnovers in this match? in Cowboys Washington football team from either side combined? Yes. Oh, you think a lot of turnovers in this one? I so don't want really, a lot of turnovers. It's really two bad football teams, and you think it's just going to be a, a a a mess of stuff going on in this one? It's kind of where it's at. Yeah, I I don't want that many turnovers. I don't want sloppy football on Thanksgiving especially when we have sub-500 teams playing today. I don't want that. But I think Andy Dalton's always good for a turnover. Ezekiel Elliott lately has been good for a fumble. Alex Smith could probably turn the ball over. I mean, We'll see how it all plays out. I'll either be very excited and uh, chest puffed out tomorrow because the Cowboys got it done, or it might be a long four hours. What I do know is it was really fun to rock with you for these first four hours. We've really enjoyed the engagement. It's been fun working with the team here, Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin's group. They do a fantastic job. We're blessed enough to come back for four more hours tomorrow. I'm incredibly thankful uh, to be a part of this company. I'm incredibly thankful to have opportunities to work and do things like we did today. And I'm incredibly thankful for you. I'm incredibly thankful for my wife. I'm incredibly thankful that we're able to spend this holiday together. We have a lot to be grateful for. But more than anything, I'm grateful to have you in my life. That is so nice. And I, I I'm wanted grateful to be- and I'm thankful to work with you too on Thanksgiving. I know we go back and forth a lot and we give each other a lot of uh, stuff. <laughs> I can't say the word. Up? Are you tearing no. up? No, no. But I am grateful that I get to work with you today, and I do love you and appreciate you. And I, I guess I hope the Cowboys win. There you sake. go. See, it's all about coming back around. And today, we appreciate everybody listening. Let's spread some love. Go out there and say something kind to somebody. Be thankful. Twenty twenty has been tough on all of us out there. This is a day to glean positive. Think about the great things you have in your life. 
Take a pause and appreciate those. Thanks for rocking with us for these four hours, and we get another four hours tomorrow. We do. Shea Cornette, Jordan Cornette filling in for Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. It's been fun. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Go out and enjoy it and enjoy your family. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio. 